Hello, and welcome to the Equus Film and Arts Fest podcast, the only program for horse lovers who have a fondness for horses in film, art, and literature. Each week, we will have interesting conversations with equestrian filmmakers, artists, and authors from around the world, discussing the nature and challenges, as well as the triumphs of creating their work. Ready to talk horses and film and the arts? Here's your host, Julianne Neal, along with Lisa Dearson, festival founder and director. Hello, welcome to the Equus Film and Arts Fest podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Neal, and we're here today with Lisa Dearson, the founder and director of the festival. Lisa, how are you doing today? Hi, Julianne. I'm doing fine, entering into week four of the lockdown. Is that all? <laughs> it feels like it's been forever. Yeah, to this week for us, this is the wow. start of week four. It does. It feels like it's been three months. Well, oh. you know, when you think about it, they just had, we're talking a little bit on um, the news today that March 1st this year, there were no American deaths. So this is just like. It has spread like wildfire. Yep. Mm. Well, how, yep. Are, how are the horse things hat going on up there? Are you able to well, go to the barn yet? I can go to the barn three days a week and work the, work the horses. And I've been posting up um, online some pictures. I'm not riding. I'm doing the what they're saying is, you know, this is the time for mm-hmm. everybody to work on your groundwork. And yes. I'm such a work-in-hand classical advocate for mm-hmm. groundwork. And so I've been long-lining, ground-driving the horses and all over, and I've been doing, uh, trying to do a mile to two miles of walking every day with with them. So it's been a great exercise program, and keeping you know working the horses on the ground. So by the time this is over, I'll probably have a hundred miles on each one. Oh, on that's the great! <laughs> I'm just I'm working on the same kind of thing, and so it's it's a lot of fun. To, it gives you a chance to do something different. So. Well, and there's so many people that have no concept of what good in hand work is. So. Now's the time to learn. Now's the time to learn a new skill. Long exactly. lining is fun. It really is. You know, Bruce uh, has done that for a long time. I've got really big, heavy long lines that um, we use to go out through the woods and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I'm I'm working on the same thing with my trainer, Mary Warning, and we're working with Winston and just learning some new stuff. So it's been a lot of fun. So Well, and it's so good for the horses. It It's just a completely different perspective of training. Yeah. I was thinking about doing a new hashtag called Behind the Horse. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's a great Yeah, but, one. you know, then you'll have somebody that'll, you know, your your helmet Nazis will come out and start complaining <laughs> about it. But don't go behind the horse. But, you know, if you know what you're doing, that's a good place to be. That is a good place. Exactly. So... Very cool. Well, I'm excited to keep going with our our series of of interviews that we recorded that we filmed back at the Kentucky Horse Park at the um, Equus Film and Arts Fest last year. So today we're going to focus on two Cindy's. It kind of funny worked (laughs) worked out that way. But um, Cindy Galloway is an artist that I I was just um, mesmerized by her stuff. She's a wonderful person to talk to as well. And so I love her artwork. And then also... We'll talk, um, have a conversation with Cindy Urkel, who is the filmmaker behind the Billy and Blaze upcoming film. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on both of the Cindy's. Well, Cindy Galloway, I absolutely adore her work. She's from the um, 
Wayne area, which is close to me. And so I invited her down to bring her artwork um, to the festival. And I just, it's fox hunting themed, but then she does so much more. And her, she has a series that she's done with these beautiful little, um, it's a little man and a a woman fox that are Mm -hmm. up on the horses. And they're, it's just, so it's such a it's just such a wonderful story, and mm-hmm. she's going to be turning that into a children's book. And oh, good! It's a, her artwork is just something that everyone needs to get into, get, you know, look at. And she does commission portraits on horses and dogs, and it's just she's so creative. And her belt buckles, I I adore her belt buckles. Well, it's so funny. I I was I loved her work when I saw it, and um, she I was really thrilled. She gifted me with two prints while we were there after we did the interview, and I'm like, well, I've got to find a special place to put these. But then I came back home to Camden, South Carolina, went to the tack room, and they had some pieces that had some of her artwork on it. So I was oh, like, Oh, how fun is oh, that? Yes, I was thrilled. I mean, I couldn't believe it. So. Um, wow, that was yeah. really neat. So yeah, she's her, her she work fun. is something that everybody should explore because it's a it's just beautiful illustrations. Mm-hmm. I think we'll, that's really the only way to, yeah. to describe it. We'll definitely put links so that so that folks can, oh, folks gosh, can yeah. check that out. Yeah, and to so her, then to her website because then they can buy her belt. The belt buckles are so cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's got she's got other other. Um, oh, she makes some pottery and. Does a, does a few things, other other things, and she makes sign custom signs and that. But her belt buckles, oh my gosh, they're just incredible, absolutely incredible. <laughs> yeah. So people people will love that. So yeah, we need to make sure we have Definitely. the uh, notes and the in notes her links so everybody can get a get a custom belt buckle. Definitely. We'll do that for sure. And then you've had a long, ongoing relationship with Cindy Urkel. I mean, even Pat, you know, I remember two years ago she was talking about this film, and um, you had conversations with her even back then. So how did all of that start? How did you find out about her in this story? Well, I, I ran across the trailer to the, to the Billy and Blaze film. And, I, again, this is something we'll put some links up for people because Billy and Blaze, it's a wonderful series of children's books that were first published in the 30s. And they're, they're the, tell the story of a little boy and his pony blaze. And they're, they're beautifully illustrated young, young adult, I would call them more young adult books. And that she's turned into one of the most beautiful feature films. Hopefully it'll be done this year for our festival it's very 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 close to being completed um but it's that it, it's just beautiful it's like the book literally comes to life off of the pages well i remember as a child i think the illustrations were cw anderson maybe and... mm-hmm. yeah no they're all they're just they're wonderful books and so i'm so i've been so excited for this film to be finished and for Equus to be a part of getting this film out into the world. So you've been working on it and I've been helping Cindy promote, promote, promote since, since, um, you know, finding the trailer and Cindy being part of the festival. Actually, I believe she came to, 
Camden, was it mm-hmm. last year or the year before? She so. did come to Camden last year. Yeah, we got to meet her there. And um, I, we're going to actually also post a little bit of an interview that I did with the kids, some of the, the actors from the film that were mm-hmm. at Briarfest last year. So right, I, I right. thought we'd, we'd add that on into the podcast today, too. So we'll hear from Great. Cindy, but then also from, from some of the actors from the film, too. Some and family. we can put a link up for the trailer so everyone mm-hmm. can get a chance to see that trailer because the trailer is just so beautiful. It really is. She she definitely is doing a fabulous job. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So let's we'll take it away and um, hear from both of the Cindys. So we're here actually with artist Cindy Galloway. Cindy, welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm so glad. I You walked in with some of your work, and I'm just, I had to take my glasses off to be able to really get a good look at it, because Aww. the belt buckles are very small, you know, small pieces, but they the detail are. that you put in, you're working a lot in acrylic, is that? I am using uh, fluid acrylics, and they're, oh, as you can see, the color is vibrant, and they, yes. they flow so easily. You can do these belt buckles are three inches wide by two and a two and a half inches high, and they're tedious. But oh my god, I have a blast painting these. So I see grays, gray uh-huh. horses in each one. Is there an inspiration horse behind all of this? Is this um, a specific horse that you're you're uh, painting? You know, it's funny you ask that because my first horse, Nellie. Uh, was a gray, and she was a school horse at a local hunt barn, and I fell in love with her. She was a pistol, but uh, maybe that's why. Maybe it's my inner gray maybe. channeling me. But now the prints that I'm seeing here are, are not not grays, but there is definitely a hunt influence. Yes. So that's that's your your. I am subject of choice. Yeah, I'm a member of a drag pack up in Wayne, Illinois, called the Wayne DePage Hunt, and it has inspired me in so many ways. I mean, you're just sort of immersed in that environment. And um, I can't keep things how they are, so I <laughs> so I've changed my characters. And I'm actually elaborating on these characters. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping to write a book about them. That is so exciting. So they have names, and uh, this is Harrington Hound and my Lady Kitty. Oh. And do you ever listen to uh, Jane Austen or watch Jane Austen movies? Yes, yes. Well, I love Emma, and that's how yes. Lady Kitty started. So she's they have taken notice of each other here at a stirrup cup. So. And your title is Decanter. And Decanter. So very appropriate. Yes. I mean, it's you've got a, a variety. These are, of course, paper, but then you also paint on wood. How do you decide what you're what you're putting on each piece? Um, I wish I had some long-winded philosophical answer for that, but frankly, I pull something off the shelf and it just it sort of happens. And sometimes, like with some of these designs, I'll start it and um, I am a disaster with focus. So something can start, but it can change radically as sure. I'm going. Um, it, yeah, I, there isn't really a strong method that mm-hmm. I use. I, I kind of keep my mind free. I try not to be restrained whatsoever, and I don't follow any rules whatsoever with my mediums. That's what I love when I read what you wrote. It was, you're a rule breaker. Do whatever I want. That's very, very cool. Your reason for being here with the Equus Film Festival, your submissions, prints, and that sort of thing. But I love the fact that you've got signs and brush boxes and all those things, too. So they're functional items. They are. And um, beautiful artwork on both. So tell me about your background with horses. 
I, you know, I'm the typical little girl seeing a horse for the first time, and my parents, thank God, we grew up in Maryland and uh, rode as children, mm-hmm. and it never left myself or my older sister. So we continued and, and got our own horses, and mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, they take over your life. It, and so how did the hunt become such an inspiration? Was that something you've always done? I love fashion. Okay, this is really bad to say. <laughs> I love fashion. I love the clothes. I love the horses. I love the... Sp- when you start out on a line at 6.30 in the morning and it's misty, it is this visual smorgasbord. I mean, you're in paradise as far as being an artist. Mm -hmm. You just soak it up. It just fills you with all this stuff. The colors, the smells, the sounds, you know, um, galloping on a line, just the noises. And it, it just all... It just all has affected me profoundly to where I pull it right into the studio, mm. and I is, love it. Do you have a hard time? I'm, I'm going off track a little bit, but sure. for for Hunt, where you are, do you have a hard time finding the spaces to continue to do that? I mean, we've talked a little bit about land conservation as we're here this week with the film festival, and you have to have enough land. Is that a problem where you are or not? In really? Wayne, absolutely. It's, um, you know, cities encroach on the land and and by the grace of the landowners as well mm-hmm. you know it's it's in a lot of forest preserve uh, we can continue to hunt I stopped hunting back um, I had a hip replacement in 2005 and rode a little bit after that but mm-hmm. I really started to become fearful and I didn't have the proper hunt horse so okay. I, I was doing a dangerous thing mm-hmm. but um, I've got two horses now at home and we trail ride and I play with western dressage i've jumped ship <laughs> to my western <laughs> saddle that i would never give up now wow. but um it's nice and comfortable oh i love it and it's just it just feels good but yeah. uh a lot of pleasure riding now and really mm-hmm. just getting to know the horses mm-hmm. uh, i'll never get away from them Definitely not. We, we're we blessed in Camden, South Carolina, where I live, that there's a, oh. a trust where hunt country is there for yep. for the hunt specifically, but also other people are allowed to ride out in it when it's not nice. a conflict of timing. And, yeah, we're, we're very blessed. But I do, I know of a lot of people who would love to see your work because of I hope their, they do. their love for the hunt. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so is there a particular horse in all of your work that you you visualize as the first character in maybe a, a book would it be a children's book what do you think um you know it, it's interesting how i have okay this is going to be a little weird it's no, a little no, no. deep for me um my harrington Town character and my lady kitty character i've named i've named her a houndestrian Okay, for people who aren't aren't able to see, describe how they look. Okay, so Lady Kitty is on her majestic steed, and uh, Lady Kitty is a fox, mind you, and she's dressed in her hunt finery side saddle, (laughs) and Harrington Hound is in his pink tails, and if you don't know hunting, a pink tail would be a red long hunt coat Mm -hmm. and a a tall top hat and he is a hound he is there at a stirrup cup which is sort of a cocktail party after a hunt Mm -hmm. and uh where you just sort of wind down and (laughs) whatever but uh he's handing her a cocktail and in my little uh jane austen-esque world houndestrians which lady kitty is because she's a fox uh-huh. um and she here is when she's oh, younger and she's riding a hound oh, oh. Gosh. 
<laughs> How I talk about um, breaking the rules, girl. Yes. So these two are taking notice of each other, and Lady Kitty's family is not mm, approving of this. I would think not. So this is where it's going. You can see how it's sort of building. A little Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Here. So I'm I'm starting, and I'm thinking with with how. Um, different races are melding together and everything that this mm-hmm. might be sort of a premise behind sure. the book i'm not sure but, oh how wonderful but i'm thinking that and it could be a children's book or a, a coming of age book for um younger ladies i i love the elegance and the morals and um mm-hmm. the properness of that era and I think we need some of that in society today. And I'm, I'm hoping that that it may it it will definitely contain that sort of thing. So right. I don't know. There might be a higher purpose to the book. You've got the the right illustrations for it already. Kind of on sure. a roll. And, and people ask me, well, what's Lady Kitty doing today? And I <laughs> blurt out this story that comes off the hip, and it's it's just been a lot of fun. So, um, what do you think is next for you? What do you see down the road? Oh my gosh! I this experience this weekend at the Equus Film Festival and Arts Festival. Um, I am I'm just starting out on on exposing things, and mm-hmm. I want to do a thousand of these a year. Mm-hmm. I want to just get out and sit and talk to people, and uh, I think the next thing that I do, I'm going to bring a table and paint mm-hmm. oh, wow, while I'm here. here. Definitely. And I think you're right. People seeing an artist at work and getting to watch your process, I think that would be exciting. I think I'll paint belt buckles because mm-hmm. it, it just shows something completely different. If somebody wanted to actually come see your work in person, where Campton would they go? Campton Hills, Illinois, which is about 50 miles straight west of Chicago. And I love playing with the website. I've done a lot of um, uh, web work for companies and... Uh, I really I enjoy graphic enjoy arts. Yeah. Love Photoshop. It, oh, cool. it can derail me when I should be sitting at the easel. <laughs> so wow. I have to rein it in. So CindyGalloway.com, they could find your work for yes. sure. Yes. And do you do commission work if yes. somebody had something specific they wanted? Yep. I mean, it can do formal portraits, mm-hmm. all of that, but I just choose to... Choose to do this. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. We're definitely glad you do. I'm, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, yes. Thank you. Well, have you found a community of other artists that you plan to keep in touch with through the festival? I ha- Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I'm so excited about that. That's great. Well, I, I know we're this. all going to be promoting each other for sure, so... That's so exactly we'll, what it is. We'll make sure that happens. So thank you so much, Cindy. Thank you. It's been fun. Have a great rest of your day. This episode of the Equus Film and Arts Fest podcast is sponsored in part by Nature's View, The Marley Project, and JA Media Productions. To learn more about what we do, visit naturesview.us. So excited to be with three very special guests right now. One of them you're not actually going to get to hear much from. I'm not sure. Maybe we will. But we're here with the team from Billy and Blaze. This was one of the stories that, as a child, made me fall in love with horses. Mm. Misty of Chincoteague and Billy and Blaze. Welcome to the director who's the driving force behind all of this. Cindy, welcome. Thank you. And I just wanted to say that We have Henry here uh, that I found to be a real horseman after I had known him for several months. 
I can't remember exactly how long, but it was a long time that I was really sure that Henry was too small to be Billy, even though he was perfect size to be Billy. And that's because I wanted to have a charismatic pony. And my pony, I felt, would need a bigger boy to hold him. And one day, when I was watching all the kids, they were kind of auditioning, I saw Henry's actual pony act up and buck around a bit. And this boy got that pony settled so quickly and then tore off across the field to his older friends. And I went, wait a minute. This is Billy. You found your boy. And everybody around looked at me like, well, we already knew that. Because <laughs> I'd been telling him for months, honey, when you're bigger, you're going to be able to be in this movie. We'll, we'll figure out, you know, when we have a series, you know. And I was always apologizing to him. And I was like, okay, I've caught up with everybody. This is Billy. And he is the signature. He looks exactly like Billy, C.W. Anderson drew in that book years ago. And Rex, I met Rex in Washington, Mm -hmm. and he is so, I I didn't want to have a German Shepherd that was military. I Mm -hmm. wanted to have a German Shepherd that was going to look at the kids. He licks Blaze. He he is very... He, he loves horses. And you I can tell just, right now sitting yes. here, he loves Henry, too. He so does. that's a plus. Yes. And I just have been amazed. I have I have just been amazed that, that these actors came at just the right time. Because mm-hmm. you have to have the right dog and the right boy and, and the, the right, right pony. pony and the right money. Yes. All, all at, at the same, same time. time. Yeah. So, so Henry, did you know all along that you were it? I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> when she couldn't decide, did you think in the back of your mind, she's going to pick me later? She's going to pick me later? No. No. <laughs> so it was a surprise. Were you excited? I was very excited. Very nice. So, Cindy, tell me about the background behind the story. Or for folks who have not read the books, there's a rich history there. Yes. Well, the, the, the books themselves have been in print since the Great Depression. The books have been of, of, of a very famous, C.W. Anderson, a very famous illustrator. These books have been the ones that have just stood the test of time. His other books, 40 books, have been out of print. These, no. And this is something that I wondered why there wasn't a movie. Well, when I met Mrs. Phyllis Wood, I found out why. She was just saying no. She lived in Hollywood. She was not wowed by people wanting to make a movie of her uncle's books. She was a novelist herself. Mm. And she was saying no to the scripts that she saw. And she let me convince her that I wanted the spirit of the books to be in the movie that I had a background. My father also was was very, um, he was an editor. Mm-hmm. And we knew the responsibility of having a classic meant that people wanted it to be a book that was read forever. We had that script in front of her and she advocated to Simon & Schuster, this is the script. If these people don't do this movie, 
it never it's, happened. It, so, yes. so it was just wonderful that she was so for us. But that was years ago. And what a so, responsibility. I'm sure it kind of weighs on you sometimes. Yes, yes. Because this is something that a lot of people are looking forward to. Mm-hmm. We had in our website last week a comment, which you've, all our comments are so positive. We're late with this movie. No one's ever complained. They've always been persevere, persevere. And this last um, week when I was at home and I looked at the, the emails coming in, Someone said that her daughter's son, her grandson, mm-hmm. her daughter was not going to take the son, little boy, to a theater until our movie was released. Oh, wow. She wants that to be his third, first theater first experience. Yes. Pressure. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so, Henry, tell me a story about filming. You have your own pony, correct? How do you get along with the pony that you ride with Blaze in the story? Well, sometimes he could be just a little difficult. With, <laughs> yeah. with all of the filming equipment, any pony would be really difficult. Sure. But we got along really well for the for most of it. Mm-hmm. Long as I wrote them a little bit before. Okay, so you did a little bit of pre-writing before the filming started. Yeah. Now, how about the scenes with the other other actors? Were I, I met the boy, and I mistakenly thought I had met you this summer, but it was the little antagonistic boy, wasn't it? That <laughs> the only one in the movie that cannot ride. And that's interesting. Yeah, he was wow. supposed to be the in the movie. He was supposed to be the one that couldn't ride. Uh huh. And he really can't really ride, couldn't. so it looks good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he didn't have to act. Right. But so did all the, the actors get along pretty well? Well, if you're doing something like this, you kind of have to. That is true. That's very true. But I can tell now Rex is, is really interested in what you have to say. So you got along with him as well, I believe. Yes. <laughs> did he follow you around on set? No. No. He, I believe he's well trained, too. He's, he's following directions for sure. So, Cindy, once you found everybody, I mean, sh- I'm sure there's a workflow. And so where are you right now in the process? Post-production? Yes, the film is all, uh, it's, it's edited, the story's all put together. But we have always had the same budget for, for over 10 years. And we have uh, the post-production budget it has not been fully met. Once we have all of the final funding, the film will be done within three months. Oh, wow. And in it's mainly what we have left to do right now is some CGI, some uh, uh, green screen, for example, uh, the stall that has um, Billy, that he's grooming his pony, has, mm-hmm. has a, a little bit of um, the weather. You can see out the stall. It's got to be snowing sometimes, got to be, you know, changing leaves sometimes. Sure. So there's just different polishing things that mm-hmm. you that you do in post-production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you mentioned sound last night. It sounded fabulous yes, to me. Yes, the ADR and the and the um, the voiceovers. There's 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 work bit. still left mm-hmm. to be done. Yes. Where did you do all the filming? It was done around Virginia. It was all of it was in the Charlottesville area, a little bit in um, a place about an hour away. But all of it is just stunning uh, farms and and right in our neck of the woods okay mm-hmm. so you kn- i was going to ask did you know of these locations mm-hmm. beforehand mm-hmm. you didn't have to go searching you lived in, in mm-hmm. 
heaven. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that's great. Yes, that is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Well, I know I was so excited that you all had it ready and brought the trailer to Camden, South Carolina, this past year, and now mm-hmm. to see the progress you're making, it's just mm-hmm. it's a wonderful project. So, Thank you. Thank so we're you. thrilled for you. If people want to look it up and want to see, how would they find your website? BillyandBlazeMovie.com. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And you'll keep us posted, I'm sure, yes. on oh, social yes. media when yes. when the big event oh, will be. Yes. <laughs> so sure so will. children can plan ahead and be ready to take their, their our parents can plan ahead right. and take kids right. to the movies. Now, there's been a quiet force behind the scenes back here working with Rex. Yes. Did you have a lot of folks helping with things like that? And, and how did you find them? Oh, I, I, I looked at a lot of German Shepherds, too. Looked at lots of, of Shepherds. And, and as I said, I really wanted one that was affectionate, not mm-hmm. just... German Shepherds are extremely obedient. Mm-hmm. But, but it's not just the obedience. But this dog is exceptional. I, I did expect from a German Shepherd that he would do what we asked. But we asked so much of him, mm. so much of him, and to 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 go with the pony, um, and and be sent away from Stephen and be told to come slow, come fast. Mm-hmm. He just listened to his master, off well, screen, beautifully. Well, I have to say thank you to Steve. The dogs have been here. You have two right to here on site father and son and they have been phenomenal all weekend and we've really enjoyed being around them getting to see them and so mm-hmm. we'll we'll finish by saying the animals are they make the movies they do they so do. They do. even though blaze can't be here we're thrilled that rex is yes, and so yes. thank you henry for being with us today and thank you cindy for being with us and steve too My name's Rebecca Urkel, and I am, um, well, I play Billy's mother in Billy and the Blaze, the film, and we are here to kind of support and also to show the teaser for the movie, Billy and Blaze. And this is... I'm Kat Fuquay, and I play myself in the movie, and I'm one of the competitors in the horse show. My name is Katherine Arkell, and I play Kate, Billy's friend, in the movie. Uh, my name's Ivan Arkell, and I play Gordon, the antagonist in the movie. I was in a movie before this, Hurry Scurry. Uh, yeah, it was a fun experience. That's how I really got into it, so... Um, so I come from a family, the Urkels is, um, Cynthia Urkel is the director, uh, Michael Urkel is the producer, so this is a family production, but our family kind of has a lot of history in filmmaking and in the writing. Uh, Cynthia also wrote the manuscript. Uh, so it's kind of a family affair, but we also have been acting forever, so it just worked out that way. We have a lot of actors who have more extensive experience um, and then we also have a lot of really really amazing equestrians as as you know obviously Kat she's very experienced um, and kind of a little bit of a celebrity in her own right and so um, it's been it's nice it's a mix we we sometimes had actors that were um, a little bit more green on the actual acting front but really experienced riders and then they just blossomed in front of the camera and so it worked out really well sometimes vice versa 
So the books are classics, obviously, as you just stated. I mean, they really are. They have a place in so many people's hearts. And so, um, like so many, our family grew up reading the C.W. Anderson books. And so um, I think it came about in a Sunday drive uh, where Cynthia said, why haven't they made a, a movie? And I think they went right on and they started looking at the rights and seeing what was possible, what was available. And of course, the family who owned, you know, ha has the rights to the C.W. Anderson um, books has been offered several times, more than several times countless times um, manuscripts and they've come across the desk and they were never interested in them. They really wanted to stay true to what C.W. Anderson had in these books, these beautiful sketches that just really created so much room for imagination. And um, when Cynthia shared her screenplay, the Gotham group was really excited, handed it over to the family for them to check it out, see what they thought, and they fell in love, and that's when the relationship started. And so since then, it's been a wild road. It's taken a while, as all wonderful things take time. Um, but we just completed the actual filmmaking part um, just this past year, and we are hoping to be done with post-production at the end of this year, so, late summer, fall. Um. So we were doing one of the scenes, and my pony started to eat the piano teacher's hat. So, uh, yeah, um, geez. Uh, so I wasn't, you know, I'm not really a rider, so I really wasn't good at riding. <laughs> and um, so it would be like we would have Leslie uh, pull me. Like, you know, just lead me around on the horse, you know, sort of hidden in the bushes or something uh, because I couldn't ride and I had no idea what was happening. So, you know, a lot of times the horse would just do something that I didn't want it to do. <laughs> and, yeah. But you played the bad boy, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's funny because... Ivan, our whole family rides horses, but Ivan is probably the one with the least experience and really has never shown immense like excitement about the whole possibility of writing but I think he did improve immensely but it worked well because in the movie he's not a great writer already so so he could get away with it <laughs> nobody else could have gotten away with it like he could but he did he did blossom anyway right yeah <laughs> So Cynthia became friends with Lisa, and I'm not going to, I don't know the exact avenue, They, but they've become fast friends, and um, we've really enjoyed, we've done a few festivals with her now. This is our second one, and Raleigh, I think it was last month, but it may, may have been June, yeah, I think June, um, and of course she's amazing, and what she's doing is, is phenomenal, so we were really excited to be a part of it. We are so excited about bringing it out. Yeah, thank you so much. Please be sure to tune in next week when Julianne and I have another interesting conversation with one of our Equus Film and Arts Fest filmmakers, artists, or authors. 